fudge. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is uh, episode 43? Four. 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 <laughs> 44. It's the most powerful podcast in the world. <laughs> of Entertain This, a uh, podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games, and our Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it will also be our last episode for the year. We'll take a two-week break and then come back in January for the new year. Yes. Uh, so kicking it off, somebody got punished last week with a festive punishment. Yep. <laughs> what um, would that be? Santa's sleigh, mm-hmm. but not as in like the sleigh he rides around in. Sleigh's in S L A Y for the as in murder, as in murder, <laughs> murder. This movie was like if Punisher Warzone and Christmas had a kid. That's what it was. So you enjoyed it. I did. It was funny. <laughs> it just opens up with like, you know, it's got like, like it was like the Necronomicon of yeah. Christmas. Yeah. About Santa Claus. Like, you know, he has legitimate claws. Because <laughs> apparently the guys like explained, like there was two immaculate conceptions. You know, there was Jesus Christ being born and then there was Satan impregnating a virgin and Santa <laughs> is, the, is the child. Yeah. And he's like, a, he's a douche. <laughs> he's just killing people. Santa is played by who? Bill Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) But at times, like, if in certain scenes you're watching, I'm like, is that Paul Giamatti? And then, like, you know, he gets out of the sleigh, and, like, you know, they close up on him. It's like, nope, that's Goldberg. (laughs) That is Bill Goldberg. I can't see anywhere in my head how I can mistake Paul Giamatti for Goldberg. His face, like, I guess the The prosthetics or whatever. The prosthetics and the beard, whatever. It kind of made him look like it, and I was like, that can't be it. And I was like, I know it's Bill Goldberg, but it doesn't look like Bill Goldberg. (laughs) They're so two completely different people. Um, they sound completely different. It's a quick watch, but it's a it's a well paced movie. Yeah, like, so very uh, art- artistically te- uh, sound. Yes. Oh wow. Hmm. So you would uh, you would put this uh, as a Christmas classic? Oh yeah. Watch. <laughs> I'm going to watch it every year now. Classic. Yeah. Um, don't watch this with your kids. <laughs> for obnoxious violence and nudity. Mm-hmm. Um. He he shows up and there's like this angry woman yelling at like you know the deli owner who's Jewish and then like the two main kids like they work there yeah and he, she's just being mean and she leaves and this is probably the most satisfying death because she's just an obnoxious uh, okay old well, crumb. hold on a minute why is Santa Claus going around murdering people so he's obviously a child of Satan okay and for thousands of years he was just killing people murdering people shooting fire out of his mouth he has all these crazy cool powers. And an angel comes down from heaven and challenges him to like curling at like an ice fishing hole because apparently that's what Santa's doing. And they like they do it in like claymation, like the old school, as like a joke. <laughs> okay. And he's like Santa was like you know so you know full of himself he went first and he like you know they're like he got he got the little curling ball thing like as close as you could possibly get without it falling into the hole. Uh. And then the guy like you know taps his into it and takes the spot and wins. Yeah. So for a thousand years, um, Santa had to be good. Okay. On Christmas, he had to bring you know presents and stuff to you know the legend as we know. Right. 
So this movie takes place in 2005, exactly 1,000 years afterwards. So the bet's off. Wow. So there's like all these old pictures of Santa, and he has like a an hourglass. And yeah. as like it's going through the ages, like the top part's less and less and less. Right. And now finally in 2005, he can murder. He again. can cut loose and go back to being evil. Okay. And, and it's not just he's killing people on the naughty list. He's killing people on the nice list. So he's just anarchy. Oh, he's just out of control. Wow. <laughs> all right. So is that's all? He just shows up and just starts murdering people for the fun of it? Yeah, it starts with like you know this spoof of like a rich family mm-hmm. like they all don't really like each other they're obnoxious they're like thank god you know they're saying grace it's like thank you for us not being poor <laughs> you know and kind of giving each other business then he shows up before you you rant too long just look at we, we got i've been staring at it like almost the whole time yeah. i'm like <laughs> in case tom slips up for this go around and says a, a naughty word that would land him on a naughty list he gets a naughty pepper all right that he has to eat provided by one of our producers Apparently, this thing is super hot. I don't know what it is, if it's ghost pepper or something like that. So there you go. Yeah. On, on the table. <laughs> They're watching you. You better be, you uh-huh. better watch better be nice. So he, yeah. he shows up, and he stumbles in like through the, uh, through the chimney, not yeah. with care. Mm-hmm. And he bursts through the fireplace. Yeah. And like, you know, Goldberg, WWE fashion. And like the dog's <laughs> barking at him. And he looks at the dog and just punts it into the ceiling fan. <laughs> and like James Conn is sitting there at the table and just goes, nah. Like he doesn't care it's happening. Is, is James Con- is James Con cameo in this? Yeah, movie? this is a total cameo. Is, is he is he enough where you're like, wait, was that James Con or is it like? It was kind of hey, it's James Con. Oh, okay. Hey, that's Fran Drescher. Hey, it's that guy from those other movies. You'd recognize him. I don't remember his name. All right. But uh, he like storms and like combat rolls over the table, stabs James Con's hands like into the table. Yeah. And like he's like ah, and like Bill Goldberg just leaves and goes ah, and like they're screaming at each other, and then he like kicks one of them in the face. Chugs a bunch of whiskey, pulls up like a grill lighter, breathes fire into Fran Drescher's face, tackles her, puts her head in like eggnog and drowns her. <laughs> Combat kicks some dude through like the china cabinet. And then one girl, like he hits her in the head with like a something and like knocks her out and like uh-huh. you know, her head explodes. And wow. then one girl's running away and he grabs the Christmas star off the tree and throws it like a ninja star at her and kills her from behind. <laughs> Wow. So, and then he like shoves the turkey like in James Conn's mouth because he's trying to get his hands on stab from the table, and he just grabs his head, just suplexes him off the table, and kills him. So, what would be the Christmas message out of this movie? Um, Santa is not a. He's on the naughty list this year. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better not cry. Wow. Uh, okay. It's <laughs> it, it was a movie I expected to be god awful. Mm. It really kind of wasn't. It was funny. It was funny. Like it, if. They tried to be serious about it. It would have ruined it. So is it just like gags? The entire movie just runs around, and then like this scene, he murders these people, and then the next scene, he murders these people in a mall or whatever. You know, it's just... like the murdering isn't like just widespread massacre. Okay, it's like the biggest massacre happens like in the beginning when he shows up and does that. And then he goes to a, a strip club. Okay, and like kills the bouncers, and like his bison reindeer thing <laughs> eats one of the valets. All right. <laughs> But he's just, like, killing everybody, like, all these bizarre ways. And he walks in to, like, the strip club. And he's like, ho, ho. And a girl walks by. He's like, hoes. <laughs> he just grabs her starts making out with her. And he points up to the mistletoe. <laughs> and then he just starts killing all the bartenders. All right. So he's just killing. There's there's no plot. It's just killing. And, like, this is his job. And then he, like, apparently, like, they live in hell. Hell Township. Oh, okay. Which he comes there because the angel guy 
became immortal for a lady, and it's this like the main kid's grandpa is who it is. Mm. So he's like his like he's waited a thousand years for revenge. Uh, so okay, I mean, yeah, don't spoil the ending for sure. But you know. I mean, this movie came out in two thousand and five. I I don't know. I'll probably pass on. You that. You could watch it for free on YouTube. That's how I watch. <laughs> no ads. I'll probably pass on this one. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like Goldberg is actually he's pretty funny about it. I like it. It could be funny as like a skit. I don't think I could watch a feature length. Film. It's. I mean, it was like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. With with like opening <laughs> credits that took a long time. The ending credits. Because <laughs> at the end, like he just goes back to the North Pole and he's like dressed up like a biker. All right. So, what, what would you rate this movie? For a spoofy kind of Christmassy film, I give it a. I give it a five out of ten. All right. I mean, obviously, it's not like one I'm going to watch year round. Was there like any parts of the movie where you're like rolling your eyes? It was like over the top or stupid. Um, not, I mean, they didn't take it seriously, uh-huh. so that's kind of what it had a charm about it of Gold, watching Goldberg go around and do all the stuff. Like one of the funniest bits is he's trying to run them over on a hockey rink with a zamboni. Yeah, <laughs> and like the kid has his flashlight, which I don't know what he thinks it's illuminating because it's not bright at all when they're yes. running through a high school because that's how everything happens in movies. And he's on the zamboni, like got him pinned in like the boards, and like the kids, I like, starts like flashing in his eyes, and Bill Goldberg's like squinting. Like there's a that. zamboni in a high school. Well, yeah, for the hockey rink. The high school has. Uh, this takes place clearly in the north where like ice fishing and stuff happens. <laughs> so right. hockey is apparently a, it, it, it was filmed in Canada. Hockey is a major part of Canada. Okay, all right. And he's shining the light in the kids in a sand, in Bill Goldberg's face, and he like stops. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm not Dracula." <laughs> and then he just punches it. <laughs> so he kills the kid with a zamboni. No, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't go. Only Deadpool can do that. Only Deadpool can. He's going to die from a zamboni. <laughs> All right, well, my, my Christmas present to you is that enjoyable entertainment that I found somewhere. It was an hour and 15 minutes of, yeah, this wasn't bad. No, <laughs> it right. was pretty funny. Cool. Uh, well, punishment's done. Uh, we have a, a present for you listeners and viewers at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, Merry for, Christmas. For our punishment. Animals. For our punishment. But we'll, uh, we'll get to that as a surprise at the end. So, Mitch, social media. Entertain this Facebook group which is entertain this podcast. Mm. We have entertain this page. We have Instagram, which is at this dot entertained. We have Twitter, which is at entertain dot this. No, wait, reverse those. <laughs> then we have our YouTube, which is entertain this. And we have Patreon, which is patreon.com entertain underscore this 44 episodes. Mm-hmm. Still um, trying to get through this part. <laughs> our, uh, our Facebook group grew a little bit and our, our Twitter is kicking off pretty good too. So, so thank you. Yeah. We appreciate your, uh, we do. We're we're getting a lot of people Joint. talking to us. <laughs> Our lists and stuff like that that um, we have that we make, uh, they're they're a lot of fun. And to see your guys' feedback, you know, plus it helps us kind of pick which subject matter we're going to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Let's uh, move on to news and reviews. Starting with movies. So, since it's a Christmas themed episode, we watched a Christmas movie, a Christmas TV show, playing Christmas video games. Now, the news might not be Christmas related. For movies because it would just be a Hallmark movie about a blonde woman who goes to the country and meets a guy who has a kid or something and then they spend like a year just messing around and then eventually they find the spirit of Christmas and get together like every single Hallmark movie ever. Ever. Well, <laughs> there has to be some sort of competition like like uh, Bake Off. She comes back to run the, the family's small bakery town. or yeah. like for some reason there's like a 24 365 
Christmas store. Yeah, that, that sells snow globes and their magic yeah. <laughs> Christmas like tree decorated. And it, it looks like Aspen, Colorado. Every yeah. single time they go there, everybody wears Uggs and drinks coffee. Yes, they all have <laughs> thick sweaters and yeah. scarves. Yeah, they're all so they're all beautiful. The movie I watched people. is the best Christmas movie ever made. Die Hard. No, I'm kidding. It's not <laughs> a Christmas story. The classic film. You'll shoot best. your eye out. It is the best Christmas movie ever made. It is. For my whole life, Christmas doesn't start at the Reynolds household or didn't until 8 p.m. Christmas Eve when they would do 24 hours of a Christmas story. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, like, uh, Turner. TBS, ba- yeah. Back when he was, like, you know, alive and crazy, which was his whole life. But he was, like, Christmas story, 24 hours. And everybody was, like, no, that's network suicide. But nobody watches TV during Christmas back back in the nineties and stuff like that. So, you know, they, they it was the perfect movie like to watch Christmas Eve and just have on in the background. Yeah, it's like a like a like a fire on your TV. It's just ambience that screams Christmas. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then like you watch the first one all the way through, you'd fall asleep in the second one. Then you go through Christmas, you don't really watch it. You might watch a couple minutes, and then like the last showing from like six to eight mm-hmm. is like yeah. everybody sits down and watches that. Mm-hmm. Like those are the two full runs of a Christmas story you watch. Yeah. Um, movie came out in 1983. Mm-hmm. Was not a big hit when it came out. No, it was really a, a, a slow sleeper hit. Yeah. yeah, pretty much until they put it on television and it was just like 24 hours of this. Everybody was like, "Huh, you're going to like this movie, <laughs> <laughs> whether you want to or not." We were talking about it earlier, but like as a kid, like you know, you, you know, Ralphie, you know, he's all about the Red Rider Carbon Action Two and Shot Range Model Air Rifle with a compass in the stock. Jeez. How wow. many times have we seen this movie? I can't. Still. It's twenty four hours. Yeah. They play it once a year. It's like everybody watches it. Yeah. And so it's it's all about that. And then as you get older and older, you sympathize with the dad way oh, yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> He's just cursing and muttering to himself, and like like a not slew, a finger. Slews of profanity, <laughs> like while he's fighting the furnace in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say the other part, and I was like, no, yeah. no bad yeah, pepper. There, there's the pepper. <laughs> Don't say the F U dash dash word. dash word. <laughs> oh, fudge. <laughs> but I like how his like inner narration is like a 40 something year old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say fudge. I said the word, the big one, the, the F dash 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 word. The mother of all. Where'd you hear that word? He's like, I must have heard that word eight times a day from my old man. <laughs> Like a dimes at his friend, yeah, and then the phone call that his mom has. What? 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 You hear his like death cry. <laughs> He's just getting incinerated. <laughs> Even the mom looks like Ew. she's like holding the phone. It's like ah, she's yeah. just like yeah, safe. The the narrator, I think, is the actual guy. It's the director. He uh, that the the stories are seems like based Schwartz. off of. Like it's his, yeah, it was based on a book. From, I mean, it was like in God We Trust, all of his pay cash is yeah. what it was called. And he does a really good job of like mm, immortalizing like small details of 1930s Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so if if you ha- for some reason if you're not an American, you haven't seen this movie, uh, you should. Um, it'll you should be turn on your card. It'll be on Christmas. Yeah. I guarantee it <laughs> on you, some channel. It'll give you a whole new perspective of Santa Claus. So. <laughs> ho ho. <laughs> Ho! He'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> so he's like, huh. <laughs> football. What's a football? The it's, elves always yeah. got on my nerves. That's like, a little, dangle little thing. jingling thing. <laughs> like, come so on, pissed kid. off. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of people waiting here, so get going. 
And he's like, come on, kid. <laughs> I liked Santa. Yeah, like the, kid, the kid in line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like, Rob's like, cool. <laughs> what, what did you want from that? Like, we're going to hang out? <laughs> Wait for me. <laughs> this is random screams. He just stands there and smiles at him. <laughs> Apparently, like, because of that movie, there was, like, an increase of reports of kids sticking their tongues to frozen metal and getting stuck. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, it's a movie. That's not going to happen. Yeah. For this movie research a little bit, I saw when they get to stu- tongue stuck to the pole, they actually took like a suction cup on the other side and they just sucked his tongue. Yeah, there was like a vacuum oh. to, to get that look well, to yeah. it. Yeah, I was wondering because I—I'll be honest, I did it as a kid. <laughs> I, I stuck my tongue to a pole, but uh, you just get hot water. It's not that big of a deal. Or you just like kind of close in around it and start breathing on your tongue yeah. and it'll warm it up and you can release it. Well, with your suction cup of a mouth, I'm sure you had a lot more. Yeah, the pole lost. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Pulls a metal chunk off, <laughs> like jaws from like from Bond. <laughs> Just bite a chunk out of it. What uh? What would you rate this? Oh, this is a ten classic. out of ten movie. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those movies. Like no matter what year it is, how many times you've seen it, it's still great to watch it the first time it comes on. Yeah, my daughter uh, who's eleven, she saw it for the first time this year and she enjoyed it. Um, she had a lot of questions about like culture and stuff like that back in the 1930s you know mm-hmm. but it was it was a good like talking point you know like we got to talk about you know my childhood christmas compared to my wife's and mm-hmm. uh you know stories of my family and stuff like that so it was it was, it was a good family oriented movie well and you know saying it's 10 out of 10 that's kind of like what you were saying earlier is like you you watch this and then you leave it on and you watch it again you know as you're doing other things yeah and- it's like you know you're <laughs> Getting something from the kitchen, like it's on the TV, and you're just like, oh, yeah. It's going to be an amazing movie until they reboot it somehow. And yeah. ruin, ruin it. it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, it's just a classic movie, no matter how, how I mean, I've seen this movie dozens upon dozens of times I think since I can a, remember. I think they made a musical out of it once. That's stupid. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Nobody, <laughs> nobody watched it from what I remember, but... I know they made a Christmas story, too. I haven't ever, ever seen it, but... They had a... Yeah. The, the guy did a... Um, uh, some other movies or like uh, something about the summer of yeah. one of his movies. Yeah, I remember seeing that. It wasn't as good. No, no, not nearly as good as Christmas Story. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's, I, I'd agree with you. I'd say 10 out of 10 is pretty solid. Um, and you know, I hate movies that center around child actors that are fam- quote unquote family oriented because <laughs> they're, they're not, there's no way that you can, but there's. Some movies like The Goonies or whatever that mm-hmm. really play it off, and these kids are so real and believable. Mm-hmm. And the way Ralphie is in class and his expressions when he's like, the <laughs> teacher's like talking to him about his like report or whatever, he's like, he's like super into it. Yeah, you know, you're like, where where do they find this kid? Yeah. He's awesome. So, like, I guess he's like a forty year old man now. But yeah, he know, plays. Uh... He's an elf. Yeah, he's yeah. An, yeah. yeah. He's got the same like. Giant blue eyes. So great movie. Great movie. What's your news? Star Wars stuff. There you go. <laughs> There's a so, little pause. Merry Christmas. I was like, what, what was my news? I had two things. Um, so good news. It looks like Ryan Johnson's trilogy is not happening. Oh, no. Yay. After that what debacle, was, that was The Last Jedi. What was his trilogy going to be? I don't know. He was given all this time and money to come up with like a trilogy of his own that would have come out. Probably within this decade. Oh. You know, the 2020 20 to 2030, like 2023, 2025, and 2027 was when they were slated. Yeah. Okay. So that's not happening. 
thank God, because we haven't forgiven you. Uh-huh. Um, but a woman is coming out with a movie <laughs> whose name is Patty Jenkins. She did Wonder Woman. She did Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. I, I like Wonder Woman, and uh, I, th- I think her... Who cares uh, about Wonder Woman? Rogue Squadron. Great game for Nintendo 64. <laughs> One of the best. You just look so dejected. You're like, like it's oh, like yeah. Top Gun Star Wars edition. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, Wedge Antilles, the other characters <laughs> she, whose names I don't remember because I played that video game in like 1998. For her like uh, Disney announcement trailer, she talks about um, her father was a, a fighter pilot mm-hmm. in, in the military, and so she's always had an infatuation of doing a a, a, a fighter movie, something and. In, to get a Star Wars, she she basically said like it's the best of both worlds in her her thing. So she's gonna try. She didn't say like magnum opus, but she's she's gonna try and make this her best movie yet. So we'll see. Which I'm glad to see she's you know has a really good reason to want to do the movie mm-hmm. well. Yes, yeah. not money like isn't you know paying homage I guess to her father. Who, yeah, how, how much involved is Kathleen Kennedy? Uh, hopefully not a lot. All right. Hopefully none. <laughs> Hopefully not, because apparently they talked about this movie that's going to be coming out, and then um, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie, which is currently working on their script. He's got a lot of. Well, he's doing like Thor: Love and Thunder, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to take a lot of his uh, time right now. So we'll see. But I'm looking forward to a Rogue Squadron movie. Hopefully, they. I, I kind of hope they do. I guess what Rogue One did. Not where they all die at the end, but. Um, <laughs> But like that, it made it feel like it came out like around the same time as the originals. Yeah, they you know they used some old footage. You know, they had that like this was filmed in the seventies. Almost, you just want those of. grungy looking X X wings and stuff like that. Well, know? yeah, because that's what Rogue Squadron was. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. We'll see. Uh, they if people keep dabbling around in that time space of the Skywalker saga. You know, there's pretty soon we're going to be like learning how R two D two was made and stuff like that. It's going to get obnoxious. But, but Rogue Squadron <laughs> is set during the original trilogy. That's Rogue that, Squadron. The video game, yes. But yeah, the Rogue Squadron was started at that time okay. by Luke Skywalker. That's his little team okay. of X-Wing pilots. So he was in charge of Rogue Squadron? Yeah, he was the squadron leader. Ah. I didn't know that. I don't know that, yeah. God. <laughs> and then he leaves to go do his Jedi nonsense, and then Wedge Antilles becomes a squadron leader. Uh, nonsense. Yeah. He, went, he went to save the galaxy, yeah. Just a teenager <laughs> having to deal with his father's nonsense and cut off a hand. Cool. Other news, um, Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie. What? Apparently, he's getting off the ground. Oh, yeah. I, um, I never thought that that would pick up. Apparently, it is. Uh, Chris Pine is actually trying to come back as Kirk. Huh. So, we'll I guess this is going to be set as the fourth one with the other movies. The uh, what? The, Star Trek Beyond. They're calling it Prime. Into the Into Darkness and all that. Like, into they, Darkness. They're yeah. calling it Star Trek Prime, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> those those trilogy. I'm interested in this movie just to see how Quentin Tarantino does a Star Trek movie. Quentin Tarantino <laughs> has never really done a movie that's been a part of a franchise before. Yeah, Isn't so. a futuristic movie. Well, yeah. yeah. Which one? What? What? Uh, what? Has he done a futuristic? Oh movie? No, 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 no. Star Trek is. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, so it is, this is definitely really far out of his wheelhouse. So it could either be amazing or not, mm-hmm. you know. And there's this like kind of hidden thing that he does where all of his movies are connected in mm-hmm. some capacity. So Pulp <laughs> Fiction in space. Yeah, I don't really know how he's going to do that. You know, you see John Travolta sh- taking a, a crap and 
reading the book and then yeah. Bruce Willis shoots him with a suppressed <laughs> Uzi <laughs> while making pop tarts. Samuel see some Jackson. door slide apart. He's just, just <laughs> in the back looking around like he's lost. Huh? Huh? <laughs> and then like just goes away and no one acknowledges it. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson just starts reciting Bible verses to Khan. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'd watch that movie. Yeah, I'd watch All that right, movie. You know what? I think I think we're on to something. You know what? You piqued my interest, sir. I'm like, is Leonardo DiCaprio going to be in this in some way as well? No. Tim Roth? As a racist slave owner. In space. <laughs> in space. Um, all right. Uh, TV. Oh, you were done? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I reviewed uh, Mary Happy Whatever mm. by uh, it's, uh, Dennis Quaid. It's a Netflix mm-hmm. holiday-themed movie where show yeah sorry show what year it uh, came out in 2019 and they haven't had anything this year so i don't know if they're gonna continue it but basically dennis quaid has three daughters and a son and the whole family comes to his house for around christmas uh there's like i don't know all the the children's names but one shows up her husband decides he wants a divorce she and then after, right after this, she realizes that she's gay. Like she she has these feelings for females, yeah. and then uh, for females, <laughs> I have feelings for females. Then there's uh, the what like, are these feelings. The I guess the the main daughter that the show revolves around, besides Dennis Quaid and her, what Dennis Quaid plays a daughter. No. <laughs> Anyways, the this. Uh, daughter or whatever she's got this fiance or this her boyfriend that wants to propose and dennis mm-hmm. quaid he's trying to win dennis quaid's approval throughout the entire thing and he's just kind of like rough gruff <laughs> he's, a, he's a sheriff and doesn't approve of anyone oh, for of his daughters yeah. all right so this is a whole show about christmas yes now, like it, it takes place on the week of christmas it's like nine or ten episodes and it all takes place in uh, seven days. Yeah, <laughs> like they actually make a. It's like twenty four. They, they make a point <laughs> out of it. Dun, dun, like dun, episode dun. two, they're like, "Man, this has been a really long day." <laughs> but okay, that's fine. when it does like the countdown thing. Is it just like a bell going ching ching? <laughs> is it super witty? Like, is it? It's. I mean, it's kind of like the the King of Queens and Friends. Is that kind uh, of comedy? Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's. it's then I don't want to watch it. There's not yeah. a laugh track, is there? Yes, there is. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean it. It's okay. It's, it's not great. I'd give it a five because it's, you know, you might like it's it, you campy. might not. Yeah. It, the, the Christmas, well, first off, a TV show designed specifically for Christmas. Yeah. Your, That's a niche. Your rewatch value is going to be, like, I, I'm going to get more into this in video games too, but your rewatch value is very limited. Like, maybe people will watch it once, if that, because nobody's going to watch 10 episodes, you know, around a week of Christmas. And then if they do, they're definitely probably not going to watch it again for the rest of the year. Because yeah. when it's Thanksgiving or no, when it's like Easter, I'm not going to be thinking about Merry Happy Whatever. You know? mm-hmm. The like in the movie or in the show, the the Dennis Quaid's wife has passed away prior to everything starting. So you got like the oldest daughter is trying to take the place of the mom and like take you know take care of the the other kids as far as like you know be trying to be there for them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the guy that's trying to win his approval to he wants to ask to marry his, I guess his youngest daughter. <laughs> There's a couple of scenes where like, you know, he's up, Quaid's up on the roof, like trying to put on lights and stuff. Yeah. And he, the boyfriend climbs up on the ladder. He's like, do you want some help? And he's like, no. <laughs> the The daughters come out. She goes, you, sh- you should just let him help. He's like, no. And then he starts like, I think he starts like stapling something in. He's like, all right, you can help. And then like two minutes later, they're falling and accidentally staples 
the boyfriend accidentally staples a staple into Quaid's head. Oh, <laughs> so they have to go to the emergency room and all sorts of stuff. But it it's a funny show. Just it's get just some flyers and pull it out. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a funny show. It's just it's not nothing that you know, nothing special really. Yeah. A little bit of slapstick humor and yeah. you know, a little bit of banter. It all it mostly revolves around, banter. Yeah, it mostly revolves revolves around the, the kids not wanting to disappoint their dad and yeah. their dad coming to realization that, you know, they're adults now. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Quaid looks like beat up leather, <laughs> drug yeah. over a skeleton. He he's looks looked old. like that for a long he's, time. He's looking rough. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's crazy. Like, uh, um, they're they're uh, him and Meg Ryan's kid looks a lot like him. How you remember? Yeah, the kid from the boys. They're the dude from the boys. Mm-hmm. You know, so he looks a lot like him from what you remember. And then, like, you see Dennis Quaid, and you're like, oh, <laughs> what happened? It's like, I, I remember, like, parent trap Dennis Quaid. Yeah. yeah. And now, like, you see me, like, God, you look like Doc Holliday. <laughs> like, after he died of tuberculosis. I only knew Dennis Quaid from Inner Space. Did you ever see that movie? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyways, <clears throat> cool. So yeah, IMDb gives it 6.3 out of 10. I give it a 5, just because, you know, it's, it's kind of hit or miss, it, it, depending on what you like. Mm-hmm. Netflix is strange, man. They, they, it's a bizarre world out they're there. They're just like, yes, give it a million dollars, and then it fails, and they're like, all right, cancel everything that's some what anything close to that. <laughs> yeah, you know, <clears throat> like their marketing strategy, mm-hmm. strange. But yeah, all right, on to my news. Hey, uh, <laughs> the uh, let's see, this will come out uh, on what's the twentieth or twenty first. This episode. So the stand will have premiered mm-hmm. this week today that we're recording, which will be last week for y'all. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's going to be a CBS All Access. I don't know if miniseries. Yeah, does it? I don't know if it comes on TV or if it's just on the. I CBS. think it's on uh, only on the online. Thing. Okay, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you like Stephen King, they'll have that. Uh, yeah, if you want to really enjoy the meta uh, world of uh, play, uh, the Earth is killed off ninety three percent, I think, by a virus. You know, so strange how it parallels in this, now. In this past week, Disney Plus or Disney TV has released tons of, you know, this is what we're planning. Yeah, Disney, which you Disney's know, going nuts. Yeah. So in March, you'll have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will premiere on March 16th. Loki will premiere in May, and WandaVision will premiere January 15th. If everything stays the way it is, even though they've all been pushed back at one point or another so far, yeah. it'll all get pushed back. They're also going to have the ah- Ahsoka series. They've announced that you know it's officially going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Rangers of the New Republic, which I don't know if it's going to be a CGI or if it's going to be a live action. And I about the Obi Wan shows that's still happening. It is. Um, they announced an Armor Wars with Don Cheadle, which he's the guy that plays War Machine in the Avengers movies where basically he's going to hunt down all of Tony Stark's suits because they've fallen into the wrong hands. Man, so Don Cheadle gets his own TV show. I bet you Terrence Howard's really mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's probably just, like, rolling over like you. Yeah. But <clears throat> swine. Several things that are, Disney is announcing coming out. You know, they, they want to have the Obi-Wan show. Hayden Christensen's coming back as Vader. How about the Darth Vader show? It's the Darth Vader show, starring Darth Vader. I guarantee <laughs> you don't know the power. I guarantee of if, laughter. If Obi Wan has a good enough show and everyone likes it, Hidden Christian will just have his own show after that. But I feel like Darth Vader's kind of become this like mythical figure now in like pop culture, yeah. where the scenes we've seen him in are so good. He's like a deity kind of thing where he, you don't really. He's, 
He's just like all eyes on him whenever he shows up. Because <laughs> he's only in like the original Star Wars movie for like eight minutes. Yeah. He has really? a very limited screen time. But he's <laughs> like the most pointing. the most popular character in like in pretty in like cinema history. So all these Star Wars shows, you go see a popping. Hi oh. Get out of here, Me. Vader. Oh, you guys. Yeah, one frame. Me, Darth Vader. <laughs> or it's just like, we know you're in here. Like, they cut to, like, the cupboard, and it's closed. Like, here's... <laughs> I watched the uh, Star Wars... What's uh, the Christmas thing? No, the Christmas... The Lego Christmas? No, I did watch that one. Oh. The 78, like, the, Christmas the, they, special. Oh, they call it the, the same one. thing. It's like Life Day or something like that. Oh, I don't know. You know... I watched the Lego version of that with my uh. kids. It was actually kind of funny because Darth <laughs> Vader gives uh, uh, the Emperor the best boss in the world mug. And the Emperor is like, this is a terrible present. <laughs> and uh, it starts off their like, little discord that ends up with Vader throwing a, uh, you know, in a generator or whatever off the Death Star. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty funny, though. Darth Vader's goofy. That's all I got for, for TV, though. Interesting stuff. It's either there's very limited news, like except for like this one, like what I found, like everything else is just Christmas stuff. Yeah. All right. So for video games, I'm going to do uh, news first. And look, we have all played Cyberpunk. The only reason I'm talking about Cyberpunk is not to review the game; it's to talk about the tragic release that is the game of Cyberpunk. Um, and then we will get more into detail about the game probably our next episode. But the general consensus is you like it. I like it, yeah. You like it. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, the game got released a week ago, and mm-hmm. um, it got amazing reviews for PC, decent reviews for the next-gen consoles, and scathing reviews for the current-gen, which is PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Um, some people say it's unplayable. Some people say it's uh, it, it'll, it'll crash your game. The frame rate drops to, like, 8 uh, or, or something crazy like that. The people don't render, and the AI is broken. Uh, the the enemies and just go to default mode and just stand there while you while you shoot them. Um, so they get they CD Projekt Red. The developers have announced through an investors meeting where first off, which it's pretty interesting that they actually publicized this. They 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 made it public uh, information so everybody could see the detailed conversations that they had with their investors. Mm-hmm. And uh, they explained wholeheartedly that they were wrong. They took full responsibility for the re- the launching of, uh, of this game. They admitted that uh, when they announced that it's going to come out on current-gen consoles, and they said that it works fine on current-gen consoles, they basically didn't really check. Because <laughs> they said that they it was actually ready to play on current gen consoles the day before it launched, and they didn't really have time to to play test it. Now they did blame a little bit on Corona, saying that um, some of their testers couldn't come in in house, and they didn't have the means to send them a copy. They didn't ask. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't ask us. We would have gladly have tested Abs- for them. Oh yeah, I totally would have. <laughs> but. Uh, for the most part, they were basing all of their information off of PC, and that's kind of what burned them. Is because uh, for all the uh, detailed um, uh, trailers and gameplay uh, that you saw before the game launched, was all PC, basically, or uh, next-gen consoles. Which you could see the difference in watching, like you know, gameplay from PC versus us playing it on Xbox One right. or yeah. Xbox Series X's. Oh yeah, you could see that there's a noticeable difference. It does well, not look as advertised. The, the, okay, so the way the game currently exists now is it is a 
current gen game. All right, there is no uh, programming in the game, even if you have the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation Five, to make it a next generation game. Mm-hmm. All right, so the way it works now is you're playing a current gen, and then a month or two they're going to update it to the next gen game with better graphics and all that sort of kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but they showcased it to look like it's going to be PC and all that sort of kind of stuff. So there's a little bit of shadiness in their advertisement and they, they, they admitted that. And, uh, they even went so far as to, um, allow there to be, uh, refunds. Yeah. Sony was doing refunds for the PlayStation one. Yeah. I think uh, for the PS4 pro. They, uh, copy. They, uh, kind of burned themselves a little bit on that though, because Microsoft and Sony are, they have their own guidelines on how refunds work. So if you play the game for 10 hours plus or whatever on Microsoft, you can't get a refund through the Microsoft digital store. But CD Projekt Red has taken an even further step to try and uh, fix their mistakes by saying, you can call us directly and we will figure it out together. And they have been doing that. They've been working with people to get refunds. Now they are promising and they have done a couple updates since then that have improved somewhat, but they are taking some time off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Come January, they have a, a huge patch update. To fix like all the game breaking issues for the uh, current gen consoles. Have you had any bugginess about it? I, I've I've crashed twice. That's it. Like but, the game crashed. Mm-hmm. I haven't crashed the game, but there's been like some NPC stuff where like they stop moving, and it's like somebody you're talking to for like a mission, and they're just standing like that, and then you gotta gotta. Yeah, I've crashed twice, and I've second. had two quests that glitched where I couldn't fin- finish them. Um, but Mitch plays it on current gen. How's yeah. your experience? Um, I mean, I've had. Not a whole lot of problems. Like every now and then I'll see like a gun that's like floating in the air, like where somebody walked by and their gun just mm-hmm. stayed hovering. Yeah. Um, I did see one person that was like in the particular like T shaped. Yeah, it's their, like, she was pro she bag. was like hidden in a, down a, an alleyway. I walked down I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like we're playing prop hunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than that, the only problem I've had is like when I if I die and it comes back to a, the last checkpoint, it does take a little while to load it up. But yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much it. If you get the game, I will give you this tidbit of information. After you do a quest, save. Yes. Yeah. Save. Save as much as possible. That's that's typical for every RPG. Um, but yeah, we're not talking too much about the game itself because we'll save that for a future episode. But the um, the, the release has been, I I would say, a little bit biased against Cyber uh, CG Project Red because the hype. I think people expected this to be the messiah of video games for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the second something went wrong, they had problems with it. Well, like I told you, Destiny 2 has been out, what, four or five years now? Yeah. I still have more problems with Destiny glitching and stuff like that or than I do. times taking yeah. forever. I have more problems with that than I do Cyberpunk. Yeah. So. yeah. But in, in the, when The Witcher 3 got released, which was uh, Cyberpunk's claim to fame, or uh, sorry, CD Projekt Red's claim to fame, um, they it was a horribly glitching game too, but they were more tongue in cheek about it, and they were less known um, about the game. And then they worked with the players uh, by feedback mm-hmm. to improve the game to being what it is today, which is a phenomenal piece of work. One know? of the best games in the last twenty years. Yeah, it's it's an amazing game. And so, like they anticipated to do that with Cyberpunk. But the, the, the hate they're getting is just outrageous. You know, again, they delayed the game so many times. They probably should have delayed it again. Um, they didn't because of all the hate they got for delaying the game. So they 
released the game. It has issues, and now everybody hates him still. So it's it's a lose lose situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of kind of crazy to to see what happens, but I the game is going to be amazing, and I mean it already is in my book, but it's going to get even better, Once especially with the plan the, updates, yeah. the bug stuff, and then graphics updates for what Xbox Series X and PS Five can really do. Yeah, and push it. I mean, that'll <laughs> be some. It'll be really really good. Yeah, you like you, they, their stock dropped. I think like eight points or something like that. That's not bad. It's not horrible, and it'll steadily grow back. You know, it's everything's too radical right now, and it's kind of weird when your company hinges on one uh, intellectual property. It's kind of interesting to see how radical your stock is, your your income, because they've been working this game for like eight years, and if it tanks, they tank. That's they mm-hmm. got everything put into this, so. What riding on it? Yeah, uh, interesting stuff. Well, back to Christmas <coughs> related things. Uh, Christmas video games, very hard topic to broach. Okay, <laughs> uh, but there are Christmas stuff, mainly like like updates and levels and stuff. Like Call of Duty, for instance, uh, last season, last year, had a snowball. Thing yeah, because yeah. uh, Modern like the- Warfare Remastered had it like the maps had Christmas yeah. lights like on the houses and stuff, and you their hand grenades were snowballs. Right. Yeah, well the the Modern Warfare they had like it was almost like the Gulag where or the ones where you could do like two on two. Uh-huh. It was the, those kind of maps they mm-hmm. would have like the snowballs and snow covered stuff. And yeah, I think uh, PUBG did that too. Yeah, it, they, yeah, snowball thing too. I remember that. Uh, a lot of games that were you have the ability to update and developers can spend time to work on them, pump out. Um, uh, Christmas updates. I think it's kind of fascinating. Like Destiny, for instance, will have this like Christmas holiday. Yeah, kind of, kind of stupid, but it's it's a thing. And um, <clears throat> they, uh, you know, they, they they try and get into the festive part of the mm-hmm. year. And it's it's an interesting concept to have a video game that's standalone and then try and make it seasonal. You know, I guess just to keep people coming back and keep yeah. the replay value going. So here's some games that, that did stuff like this. Um, if I don't know if you ever played Dead Rising four. But Dead Rising 4 had a Christmas patch where on Black Friday of all times, the mall has an outbreak. <laughs> so you can imagine how crazy that would be. That sounds <laughs> plausible. Yeah. yeah. That sounds actually pretty plausible. <laughs> uh, Hitman has a Christmas, uh, Hitman 2, I think, has a Christmas uh, level. You'll never guess what it's called. You better watch out. <laughs> so, you better not cry. Yeah. Uh, bully. I don't remember that Rockstar game. Oh yeah, yeah. Christmas is here. Is one of like their like I, I I never played the game. I never played. I remember seeing it at Blockbuster all the time. Yeah, yeah, I played it. Well, I don't know. I guess he's like in like a boarding school or something like that. Yeah, There's like a Christmas portion of that. And he's a bully. <clears throat> Saints Row. That doesn't surprise me. I never played that. How the Saints Save Christmas. <laughs> so. Uh, and then, uh, like, you got Animal Crossing that has, like, their, their holiday. That's just chores to video game. Yeah, they do their thing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but it's interesting to see. It's kind of like, pl- it's like a, it's like all the I- energy and investments they put into a movie, but it keeps cranking out uh, new ventures, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I guess Star Wars trying to do that with Life Day or whatever it was. They're milking that. Star Wars gravy train, like Christmas. Let's do Star Wars something for Christmas, whatever. Boba Fett in white armor. Yeah. Is it, did that really happen? Isn't that how he's introduced in um, the Christmas special? Oh, I don't know. He's in that, but I'm, they introduced him. When Boba Fett was first introduced, he was wearing all white armor like a stormtrooper. Well, Disney already announced for 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to have their own Christmas special. Woo. 
Yeah. <laughs> you should call it Death Day. <laughs> All right, but then there are some video games that are based entirely off of um, Christmas, like Home Alone and Home Alone 2. I only played the second one. I didn't play the first one. I didn't know, I didn't there, know there was video games for Home Alone. I didn't know there was a second one. I knew there oh, was you, a first one. You know, back in like the 90s. Oh, yeah, everything had a game. Yeah, so <laughs> like I remember Peter Pan... Uh, uh, no, Hook with the Robin Williams one that had a, had a video game. Like yeah. all, all these offshoot movies. I think there's probably a Mario Brothers, the movie, the video game. I bet you something out there exists like that. But uh, <laughs> to the internet, <laughs> you can Google. I'll look it up. Um, Duke Nukem had a du- uh, Christmas video game where he kills like sentient snowmen. You know what this uh, Duke Nukem game is called? No, Nuclear Winter. Okay. Yeah, very ominous. <laughs> so, uh, but then, like, uh, there's some Christmas levels of your childhood video games that fare nostalgic for most people. Um, do you have a specific one that you remember? I don't. Mine would be Freeze Easy Peak from Banjo Kazooie. Do you remember that one? Anybody? Anybody? Never played Banjo. No. Never played Banjo Kazooie. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> uh, what about the uh, um, Diddy Kong Racing? Did you guys ever play that one? No. All right. <laughs> Uh, Snowflake Mountain. Never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, that's my childhood. And, uh, well, anyways, there's your Chris, uh, Christmas video game something that I could give out. Uh, I, there's not m- much solidified in the world of seasonal video games, but, you know, there's a little bit of something. Did you have have the Grinch Soul Christmas on there? I, I didn't. I did a lot of research. I, I never even found that game. I have so, it on Game Boy Color. Well, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but that being said, Video game is kind of surpassing and finding its own niche beyond uh, movies. There, do you think that there will ever be a world where there will be like, okay, it's Christmas time. Here comes all these Christmas video games. Just like there are Christmas movies and seasonal movies and stuff like that. Do you think that video games will ever become that advanced where they can have, I want to have a Christmas feel. I want to be immersed in Christmas when I play a video game. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so either. No. And I, I think it's like, but I think that you can do Christmas updates and stuff like, like that. Like a little to give you know, you a couple week patch where you know there's stuff with Christmas lights yeah. on it. Honestly, Halloween is the only t- thing that you can do year round because people like horror movies and stuff like that. Horror, yeah. Nobody wants to like stoke a fire and like, you know, watch people run through the snow and whatnot for a Christmas video game. Yeah. Christmas zombies? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess do it, Warzone. Because video games have to have a sense of action in some yes. capacity. You know, there's not like reindeer sleigh, <laughs> deer hunter, the reindeer edition. Dude, that would be funny. <laughs> as, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Try and kill Santa's reindeer. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's Time to stop Christmas. But then again, <laughs> permanently. I don't think I don't think TV has a medium for for Christmas. I don't think that you can just have a show that lasts for seasons and seasons yeah, about Christmas. I don't either. But I do think that video games have more of a foot in that Christmas season because mm-hmm. of those uh, updates that come you know, yearly or whatever. I don't know. It's just interesting to see how these different forms of entertainment uh, solidify themselves uh, with the marketing rise and fall of how uh, the Christmas year goes and stuff like that. So I wonder who was first to do like a Christmas like little patch. In a video game, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, uh, well, it have to be an online game, right? Yeah, it has to be like an online. I guess a multiplayer where it's like you know, oh, like you know, they put Christmas lights on houses or whatever in the game. It, it might be called 
duty, or it might be uh, Destiny. Didn't uh, Destiny do the maybe. the Christmas thing f- back in Destiny One? Yeah, they did it. Did GTA ever do one? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. So, all right. Well, Unknown. anyways, that's our news and reviews. Um, so, if you liked that and you're feeling particularly festive, and you you know what, you, you, this is a Christmas video game that I somehow forgot that it was very. Near and dear to your heart. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, please write to us at entertain this slash uh, Brandon is a horrible person. Yep, call me <laughs> out and tell me why your, you know, Grinch stole Christmas video game is the best thing ever. And I'll, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to our meat and potatoes of today's episode. Which was the, the top ten Christmas movies. Ever made. There was there was a couple of recommendations. Um, Let's see, what was... Had a, I had one from... Uh, couple of people let's see what was it oh wrong list <laughs> from uh your dad he, he wanted me to put a uh, albert finney's scrooge in there. oh that's no. a great movie it wouldn't let me add it we we had we had a couple of technical difficulties with this list we, we put it out once someone deleted all of them yeah somehow it got deleted lethal to work. weapon <laughs> yeah that was the only thing left so we had to redo the list so it wouldn't let me add yeah. extra stuff. I guess we I'm can't give to. our listeners too much freedom with our list, and they'll just hijack it. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. I mean, Die Hard makes the argument. Lethal Weapon's not even in the argument. I don't get what it. What are you talking about? It, it happens just as much as Die Hard does. Yeah, but everybody says Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Nobody ever says Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie. It, it has just as much Christmas as Die Hard does to it. Yes. I, I agree. <laughs> if not more. I, I agree. I also agree that... It's not a Christmas movie. I, Neither I is Die Hard. I agree to that. But, but you know, it's let's not get bogged down on technicalities. <laughs> no, we should call people out. Let's 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 piss off our listeners. <laughs> Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. I agree. There's I nothing agree. about the Christmas spirit. You know. So there you go. Anyways, we we have ten that are listed. Uh, we'll start with the last one, which is number ten, Krampus. Yeah. Where I, it belongs. I, I'm just not a fan of horror Christmas movies. Well, it's also like a horror comedy. Yeah. Kind of oh yeah. You know, the uh, somehow yeah. it's a six point two out of ten. They, mm. it, it's a very. I didn't see this one. Like original concept, it's a Christmas horror comedy, but it it's not over the top like Santa's sleigh. It takes itself seriously. Yeah, in all the strange places that you would, and I wouldn't say it's not successful, but it's, I guess it's too alienating. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a fan. Yeah, and unfortunately, we'll. we'll that was number 10. We'll move on to number nine. One of my favorites was Jingle All the Way with That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him. Is it the best? No, but it is. It's terrible it's time. <laughs> the, that movie is hilarious, but every time that little kid opens his mouth, it's like nails on a chalkboard. That is the worst child actor. It's it's uh, uh, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that, I guess that's, that's why. too many memories. Yeah. Him and the kid from the Santa Claus. It's terrible kids. Should have fired them. <laughs> Somebody, get better kids. Get better kids next time. But yeah, I, I love this movie growing up with, you know, he's breaking into his neighbor's house to steal a, mm-hmm. a toy from his, you know, from a kid. Yeah. Punches the reindeer because he's pissed off. Phil Hartman. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that Phil Hartman's last movie? I think it was. Either that or Small Soldiers was. I can't remember which one. I, I think it was, I think it was Small Soldiers. Or where he like gets like brutally yeah, murdered him. him. I think it was on Christmas when his wife killed him too. Jeez. So isn't, that where, isn't that where he gets like uh Schwarzenegger gets like like the cops show up or whatever, like some like factory, 
and he like is like leaning over like the assembly yeah. line and there's all the cop badges and he just yeah. picks one up he's like you idiots i've been on the job for like, this is and the like, worst bust i've ever seen he just like flashes it and puts it away he just starts yeah. yelling at him and everybody just believes it it's just yeah. like wow it's like is it that easy Manny me gets no. punched in the face by uh that giant dude yeah uh the big show the big he's like, ah. yeah it's, it's a great movie that's a funny it's, movie. it's fun to watch no so sadly, it got like a five point six out of ten on IMDb. It doesn't age very well, but there's some lines and stuff like that that are that are pretty good. Schwarzenegger movies are kind of like their own category. Yeah, yeah. yeah. anything where you see Schwarzenegger be goofy and get beat up and stuff like that, and he doesn't take himself seriously, it's fun to watch. When you have him and Sinbad running yeah. around town, <laughs> just attacking each other. Uh, Although the end, I gotta say one more thing about this movie. The ending yeah. disturbs me about how Sinbad dangling off the skyscraper. <laughs> With a child, doesn't care about the child. He's still trying to steal the doll. You know, he's just like, "Give me that doll, kid!" And the kid's about to fall to his death. I mean, like, he's kind of a bad guy at that point. You probably should go to jail. Yeah. After yeah. bombing a building and all sorts of stuff. But anyways, between that, dude, arranged mail. You got a uh, what's his name? Uh, Schwarzenegger flying through the air on the Turbo Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow he doesn't die. Yeah, that, like the suit whiplash. worked. It's like you guys made like a. Like, does the military know you have this? He, like, darts himself into a, a brick wall, and he's just, like, stuck. He's, like, <laughs> Yeah, it had that, that really crappy, like, Spy Kids kind of slapstick yeah. humor. You're just like, ugh. So, anyway. That was number nine. <clears throat> number eight was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the, the Jim Carrey version. It's uh, got a 6.2 out of 10. Run um, before I kill again. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's one of Jim Carrey's better, I guess, comedy movies. It's, it is. Between that, like Dumb and Dumber, it's okay. It's there's certain bits that are funny that kind of have grown on me over the years. Ron Howard should only do serious movies. Now, don't get me wrong; I like the the cartoon one better, but I think this is it's a pretty good movie. It's I think for watch. the amount of torture that Jim Carrey went through to get into costume every day, it it could have been a better movie. <laughs> 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 nah, nah. It, it, was, it was fun to watch. It was good. All right, number seven on our list is Scrooged with my, Bill Murray. My favorite Christmas movie. So. It was, it's, it's got a seven Sorry. out of ten. Sorry. It's Niagara Falls, Frank. Niagara Falls. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I love it. You don't like it? Yeah, it's all right. Why? The why, why do you not like it? Minnow. <laughs> Anyways, but I mean, there was uh, there's several things like uh, you told me. Like in the, in the process of making this movie, he got like his lip nearly ripped off. Yeah, uh, I can't remember her name. She's the ghost of Christmas Present, Present yeah. and she's this little like fairy, tiny thing that's all happy and perky and constantly beats the crap out of Bill Murray. Um, and then she grabs him by the lip, and apparently in the movie she grabbed him and yanked his lip down so hard he, he like tore it off his teeth a good chunk, and they had to get stitches and stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Ow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great Christmas uh, adaptation uh, of Scrooge, though. It's fun to watch. I love the part at the very end when Bill Murray's losing his crap on camera. And to set this story straight, his uh, executive producer is this like crazy guy that wants Bill Murray to show commercials of cats uh, <laughs> and, and, and network shows for cats and dogs. Because there's like six billion dogs in the United States, and he thinks that if we start marketing our shows towards them, their ratings will go up. Towards dogs, yeah, yes. towards dogs and cats, specifically cats. But at the end of the show, when he sees Bill Murray like losing his crap on camera and just flubbing the network, 
He gets so angry, he kicks the crap out of his cat. <laughs> I don't know why, but like that dopey noise, like when someone like it's like a fake stuff, and you can tell it's just yeah. it's like the funniest noise. But it's just like all the love and consideration he gives for cats, and he just like loses his mind and kicks one. <laughs> so, very uh, '80s humor. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's number seven, which was Scrooge. Mm. Moving on, number six, Elf. Will I hate Ferrell. that movie. You don't like it? I hate, hate that movie. It's Why? A great. It's the probably the most recent yeah, movie that's uh, a Christmas classic. Yeah, out of the top ten list, it's the most recent one. Just don't, well, no, I just don't like it. Krampus is the most recent, but uh, that's the, not a Christmas classic though. <laughs> no. Yeah, Elf is two thousand three. Got a seven out of ten. You're an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you talk that way to Tyrion? Call Lannister. me Elf one more time. <laughs> I looked up uh, some things like they were talking about when when he. Uh, Will Ferrell's buddy the elf, and he's walking through the Lincoln Tunnel. They said they they had several reports of traffic accidents because people would be driving along and just see, see Will Ferrell yeah. dressed as an elf and wreck the car. They, in the uh, it's in New York. There's traffic accidents all the time. In the how, uh, movies that made us the Netflix documentary, they talk about what like they would just go rogue on the street, and uh, there's a guy who's dressed like in a red suit and stuff like that with a beard, a fat white dude like that. And he, <laughs> Will Ferrell runs up to him. He's like, Santa? Oh, you're not Santa. <laughs> apparently that was just some guy they found yeah. out in the street. He's like, what is that guy? <laughs> New York <laughs> is a city where there's like a cowboy wearing a Speedo playing guitar and a cowboy hat like year round. It's yeah. like, it's it's New York, man. You're going to see weird stuff every everything. time. Well, so I looked up some information about it. Like John Favreau, him and Will Ferrell and a, and a small film crew would just drive around trying to, you know, for small little snippets and stuff of like a, a compilation. They would drive around and just say, "Hey, y'all want to make some money?" And just like get out and film something. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty yeah. fun to watch. It's, it's a really well produced film, especially if you hear the kind of production hell they had to go through to make it. So I like how James Con like almost hit Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't get along very well. But, I don't know. But that's a uh, that's number I six don't on our list. Your buffoonery. <laughs> number five on our list is Santa Claus with Tim movie. Allen. I, I like that movie. I like it. There's there's it's like my a, wife's favorite. A if few, I fall off the roof, <laughs> there's a few chuckle parts. You know, originally, the script called for him to shoot Santa Claus off of his roof. That might have been a little That's much. the joke that Tim Allen had that, oh. that he pitched to the network. And they were going with it for a long time. And they are like, wait, this is a kid's movie. You can't be shooting Santa Claus in front of the children. So. He had like a, they had to talk to him because like he was, you know, this was uh, 90s Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. So this was, you know, Tim Fresh off Tim cocaine. Early Fre- 90s. Fresh yeah. off cocaine and out of prison. Yeah. So he was like swearing around like the kids or whatever. And like they'd like go like to him like in like his little trailer and go, hey, you need to dial it back. Like we're doing a kid's movie. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then becomes Buzz Lightyear. And, yeah. Well, this is his first like Can you give me starring role in a film also. For like movies, yeah, and yeah. then uh, they were talking about uh, something that I read. He was very low on the list of who they wanted. Really? They, they originally wanted Bill Murray, and Bill Murray declined. That's probably good. Well, it then they went a tough run for Bill Murray. Then they went after Chevy Chase, and then, yeah. and then Robbie Robin Williams, yeah. and then Tom Hanks, and then yeah. Harrison Ford, uh, and, la- and landed Harrison on, Ford. Landed that on Tim Allen. Horrible. <laughs> so wow. th- there was a lot of people that were up for it. Well, Tim Allen did it, and then he did. Two more. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. The first one's bad enough because that crappy child actor. I'm going to miss you too much. Ugh. I like the movie. But it, if you do like the movie, you should kind of try and watch it and pick out. There's there's some parts that are easy to notice, mm-hmm. but there's el- supposedly there's elves mixed 
all throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like a you know at the beginning you see them all standing at the department store window and you see the yeah, little yeah. girl turn away with the pointy ears. Yeah. Well, supposedly there's like eight more instances throughout the movie yeah. where there's yeah. kids. With I like the how they have ears. like the the super secret SWAT elves. <laughs> yeah. Who like show up to break them out? They got like jetpacks. Yeah, I, I think I wonder if they're the first ones to do that, but it seems like every Christmas movie has like elves that take themselves way super too seriously. Well, SWAT elves. Well, in this one, like supposedly like in the diner when they go to the Denny's after he burns the turkey or whatever, there's an elf sitting at one of the booths that you you know you won't notice unless you. Pay attention. Oh, that when he's in the, the elves park, are among us. When he's in the park and all the kids just start coming up to him, mm-hmm. there's a there's an elf that walks behind him, like you know that looks like she's mixed in with the kids. Stuff. Just, do it like just little things, like Bigfoot turns to the camera and stuff. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, I mean, it's not hard to do. Just put pointy ears in that extra. Be yeah, like, you're an elf now, Bernard. What do your elf eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> well, they just mix it in. It's little they're taking the presents to Isengard. <laughs> Never understood why Bernard had dreadlocks. Yeah. It was the 90s. All right. But that was our number five. Number four, Home Alone. Way. It's a 7.6 out of 10. Way better. Yeah. This would be like my favorite family Christmas movie. Scrooge is a family Christmas movie. But yeah. yeah. Home, Home Alone is, is definitely like, Home Alone t- 2 is great. Yeah. But all it does is just the recipe of Home Alone 1. In a new in, location. In New York. <laughs> it's, it's, that's it. So Home Alone 1 is, is great. And the documentary on how this movie was made is awesome. Watch yeah. that, the, that movie has <clears throat> the scene where he puts the spider on Marv's face. <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> that, would, that would be me. That scream. It's like, like, the, it's like and then like, like you just like the build up and just. <laughs> He's like Marv. What are you doing, Marv? I, uh, doing a little research. <laughs> doing a little research on this one. I, I, I found out that during the whole movie, uh, Joe Pesci would completely avoid Macaulay Culkin just so Macaulay Culkin would think that he hated him yeah. and that he was mean. Yeah. <laughs> so he just avoided him on set. Well, like that, he like, Joe Pesci could not not cuss around people. Yeah. Like, he would always just have his F-bombs drop and left and right. So he developed his own language, which yeah, is razor frack and freakers of fuzz and blah, blah. I'm going to rip off your cojones and boil them in motor oil. Yeah. They uh, they also said John Candy. Every line he had was completely improvised by him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of that stuff was the polka thing and whatnot. Um, but but his very endearing speeches that he just off the cusp. Yeah. You know. The and big he, question he, I had about this movie: What did Kevin McAllister's father do for a living? He was a, a defense lawyer. I have no. I idea. think it came out that he was a defense lawyer of some sort. <laughs> he was really good. He worked in some firm. Or he must have been great because he's afforded to take the whole family yep. to Paris. Or Loaded. <laughs> Loaded. Um, yeah. The uh, Hugh, John Hughes. Yeah. Is it Hughes? Mm. I think so. Is it John Hughes? The guy who did Ferris Bueller. <laughs> All the 80s Brat Pack movies. Yeah, he uh, he he did this one, and uh, it's in Chicago, uh, which is where he demands all of his films to, to be made. Um, there was no Abe Froman. This movie almost didn't get made for so many freaking reasons. It got dropped by Paramount, picked up by Fox, all sorts of stuff. Uh, last second, they were literally firing people and then rehiring them in like the same minute. Yeah, under new networks and stuff. So it's it's insane how this movie got made and it it, it shouldn't. Like Marv, the guy who plays him, you don't know his name, do you? I don't remember. Uh, Anyways, he was city slickers. He was re- yeah, he was recasted uh, like a couple of days in uh, after they started. Yeah, shooting. they had someone yeah. else. Yeah, and uh, Joe Pesci didn't like him. If Joe Pesci doesn't like you, <laughs> it's good luck. So, yeah. All right, well, that was number four. Number three, which we don't consider a Christmas movie, but evidently uh, several people do, is Die Hard. Yeah. 
It, it, it's actually the highest rated out of all the movies on here, but yeah. On IMDb? Yeah, it's an 8.2 out of 10. It's a it's, good movie. It, it, but it's not a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. That's it. There's no, like, I don't even, like, nobody even says, like, Merry Christmas to John McClane. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they're having, like, a Christmas party at his wife's office, yeah. and that's, that's The it. biggest, like, Christmas thing he does is when he kills the German guy in the sweatpants <laughs> and sweatshirt. Yeah. He just writes ho, ho, ho on the thing. Like, ah, oh, like, that's it. I, I, I know Shane. Is it Shane Black who did the uh, script No, he did um, Lethal Weapon. Ah, okay. okay. All right. Well, yeah, it, like, you could have a movie about a divorce that happens during Thanksgiving. Is that a, is that a Thanksgiving movie? I mean, what? I I don't know what constitutes a Christmas movie. I think is needs to be a little bit more black and white. And this just, is a very 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 broad. Yeah, <laughs> just having a Christmas tree in the background while you murder people does not make it a Christmas movie. So, all right. All right. A little note that I found out was uh, the Nakatomi Plaza yeah. was actually 20th Century Fox's headquarters. Yeah, and they just rented the building out to themselves. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they uh, for the helicopter scenes uh, they scheduled to have them for six hours and they kept getting noise complaints because they had to shoot it at nighttime <laughs> and uh they they canceled it after one hour of filming but they got everything done the first shot so they didn't have to figure something out so it's <laughs> so all those actors died when they blew up the helicopter yeah uh, <laughs> you know sacrifices had to be made that was, that was our number three on the list so number two which we all agreed was probably the best one ever mm-hmm. is a christmas story yep yeah so seven point nine out of ten for IMDb. We you know, ten I, out of ten in our hearts. Yeah, I'd agree. We'll give it a major award. <laughs> we, they won it. That is. I uh, I found out that doing some research, Jack Nicholson was originally like looked at to be the dad. Oh, no, <laughs> they, 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 they didn't have Jack. the money for him to, to be the dad. No, so. Darren McGavin yeah. did a, a perfect job. No play makes uh, Jackie boy. And the parents have no first name in the entire movie. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's just uh, mo- mother and father. Yeah, yeah. Like mom and dad. Old yeah. man Parker and mother Parker. I, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing you know is their last names. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty, pretty interesting. Since we've already talked about that, we'll go on to number one, which is Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. It's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a close second. That's like those movies are very much probably the, the two best Christmas movies. Another Christmas movie that's really harsh on cats. <laughs> yeah, lights it on Squirrels, fire. <laughs> your neighbors. Yeah. Santa Claus himself. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood why Randy Quaid's uh, dumpings out of his trailer park thing was like radioactive. It's like glowing. Yeah, glowing green. <laughs> yeah, he's just standing there like in his bathrobe. Yeah. You know? Smoking a cigar, yeah. just shooting that crap out into the, the sewer. <laughs> and somebody like. Somebody throws a light, uh, like a, a match or something in there, and it just blows. Oh, up. Uncle Lewis! <laughs> yeah. He's got his, you know, his toupee. And he's smoking stogies the whole time, or is this just like? And Aunt Bethany's like this senile old woman, yeah. and they're all sitting there, and she's like, "What's that, like clicking sound?" And they're all like, "What are you talking about?" And it's the squirrel. It's like it sounds like a little squeaking thing, and like Uncle's like, "You couldn't hear a dump truck backed up in a nitroglycerin plant." And he turns around, the squirrel's on the back of his chair. <laughs> And then, like the dad's like squirrel. <laughs> yeah, I particularly related to this movie with uh, uh, Chevy Chase's character Clark Griswold um, having a his bat with the Christmas tree. So <laughs> the the bit in the ceiling where he starts stepping on the boards, yeah, he yeah. starts smacking himself in the face. Yeah, like, 
I always yeah. like the uh, the sled scene where he gets on it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like slowly just. <laughs> he goes from like one mile an hour to Mach four. <laughs> it's just a fire. All trail. you see is snow and fire, and he's going like all this way, and he like crashes into a department yeah. store, and it cuts back to Randy Quaid, who's like can clearly see two thousand miles, and he just goes. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. I just like he's got the big park on. He's just like grinning as he's like spinning in a circle. Yeah. He's like, goes across the with, the, with my Christmas buddy, like, we're getting a pool. And he's like, Clark, I can't swim. He's like, I know, Eddie. <laughs> he shows a, shows a sled at the end of that scene. It's got like a skid mark burned through it's it. It's burned through it. It's like, wow. Yeah. That is a top movie. And, you know, despite all of these movies, it's the only one that doesn't occur on Christmas. It ends it's, on Christmas Eve. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Columbus was slotted to direct this movie. And for a reason I, I, I would venture you guys to guess, he bowed out to uh, to take some time and then fi- he figured out Home Alone. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think Chris Columbus stopped doing this movie for? Didn't get along with Chevy Chase. Didn't get along with Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase chased him off like everybody else in his life. So, yeah. Yeah, he and uh, Chevy Chase do not get along. So, but that's our that's our top ten list. Uh, the, the the top three got us, or the number one, two, and three got ten, nine, and eight votes. So it was a pretty close mm. poll. So, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's for everybody who didn't vote for a Christmas story, we hope you shoot your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we got. So you know, now it's to, time to for punishment. Our yep. present to you, the audience. All right, so we took a poll um, with. We don't trust you, so we put our own punishments out. <laughs> all right, and our punishments are—they're bad. So, and we put them on this list. And some of you guys did research. Some of you just said that one sounds funny, and you all voted for one. So we're gonna spin a wheel, and each one of us are gonna get punished, and we're gonna talk about those punishments for next episode. And uh, so, yeah, you get a three for one deal. Merry Christmas. <laughs> You filthy animals. All right. Who goes first? Right. And then how do you want to do this, Mitch? Do you want to just go down the list for the top three? Yeah. I'll say let's just, whoever gets first gets the very top one. So. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Mitch, it's you. Mitch, it's you. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> what is it? Food fight. Oh. It says the evil brand X joins a supermarket that becomes a city after closing time. Ew. That right. sounds bad. Is that like claymation? I think it's CGI. Let's see. Let me play a little trailer here. In a world. Of course, I have to have an ad first. Hold on. Is it the John Ossoff one that you can't skip? Yeah, it's like 15 seconds. That'll make me not vote for somebody. (laughs) It's like, how are you going to do a 15-second ad? I can't skip five seconds in. What is this, the Dark Ages? I don't have a trailer. Here we go. Get the whole movie. It's PG. Yeah. Got a 1.5 out of 10. For parental guidance. He's dynamic. He's dramatic. Is it Indiana Jones the dog? He's the big dog. Dex dog detective is back in the house. That always runs to the rescue. I still got it. Charlie Sheen is dead. Charlie Sheen. Oh, wow. He's falling far. Oh, my. Doesn't mean that I couldn't kick your butt. Why is that? Anthropomorphic cat girl. Wayne Brady. I'm your best friend, Daredevil. Is Wayne Brady the slap? Somebody ordered a recall. The super slick. 
got milk. Do I look like the Dairy Queen to you? Okay. Let me get it. Stop wow. it. Just stop playing it. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. A crappy movie lo- looks like it was made in a high school AV club. Yeah. The bad part is it's my own punishment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you played yourself, Mitch. You played with fire. And Hayden. All right, what's next on the list? Your game. No! <laughs> I'm punishing myself. I guess Tom punishes his, himself, too. All right, this is called Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Is this a video game? This is an actual video game. <laughs> what, what was it? What is this on? The CDI. This is a terrible trailer. It looks god awful. Uh, the, the, the 3DO. Anyways, it's basically an interactive movie where oh. you, uh, you, you, you're supposed to pick the plots and stuff like that. It's described as a uh, uh, PG-13 porn <laughs> because <laughs> the acting is so bad and the setups and stuff are so terrible. Uh but there's no porn. So. All right, up next is Hayden again. <laughs> no. No, we're down to you, and you uh, you get my other punishment. So, so as I get through this ad, then I can't Electrolytes, what plants crave. Power thirst. For people who need abnormal right. amounts of energy. All right, here we go. Crows represent order. Security. Safety. Batman gave up on us. The bat's not coming back. Something's up. Eyes everywhere. Hello, said Alice. Shall we believe the crows will protect us? (laughs) Is this like the Night's Watch? (laughs) The crows. I think it's so So hard yeah, get to the point. I'm take it down. What the hell? Is that a bunny mask? Let's show it already? What is this? seriously not supposed to know what's down there. So I have this thing with rolls? Alright. Just tell them what it is. Just, what is this? What is this nonsense? They think I'm him. It's like Bruce Wayne's like six four in the comic books and weighs like as much as like a middle linebacker. So big in that outfit. Yeah. Batwoman. Yeah. yeah, I didn't do very well. Yeah. I so think like a- I fared the best. <laughs> yeah. I, Probably. I'm gonna have to watch a playthrough on in an my game. Unprecedented <laughs> moment. So well, there you go. There's our festive christmas episode i hope you guys enjoyed it uh and our triple punishment review to come in the next week yep. yeah. two weeks so and cyberpunk and cyberpunk we'll, we'll probably talk about cyberpunk next episode we'll oh. be back with vengeance mm. i'll probably have the game beaten by then are I'll we gonna call the new season of entertain this like entertain this reloaded <laughs> <laughs> no entertain double stack inter- <laughs> yeah. trying to do a die harder reference entertain this harder no nah. go entertain yourself <laughs> all right but well, we hope you have a good holidays and mm-hmm. uh look forward to uh getting some feedback and doing it again next mm-hmm. year so stay goodbye. classy san diego <laughs> goodbye from mitch 
Goodbye. Goodbye from Tom. Goodbye, Tom. And goodbye from me, Hayden. Goodbye. Jesus, that Batwoman trailer was the longest trailer. Nothing got solved. It's like, what's going on? I can't even find anything.